so fucking glad I got that working finally. I really am, Smark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking Thursday night wrestling outlet. I hope everyone is doing good. After last night's episode of AEW, I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> prayers for all. Prayers for all. I hope everyone's all right. I hope there was a lot of uh, woo-sighing going on today. Got a, It's just a TV show. TV show. They were just promoting a video game. No, I'm not making excuses. We will get into all that. And, of course, we got CM Punk. Of course, Lacey Evans News. And uh, we got a bunch of stuff. And uh, there you go. So we will be getting into all that. I am Boxman, as I said before. This is Wrestling Outlet. And sitting across from me already in the Halloween spirit is... That is right. It is I, the voice of Generation Smart Wahlberg. How are you? Man, it has been a fucking crazy week. I'll tell you that. At my job. We we had a, about a month and a half that was slow. Oh, man. Since the kids went back to school. Whew. I spent half my day today. After lunch. From after lunch to like right till I went home. Looking for 15 plastic 55-gallon garbage cans. Do you know I made 10 phone calls? I only found seven in stock at one place. Mm. Then I went to uh, Home Depot's website. So now I got to borrow a truck tomorrow. I have to... uh, Go to Home Depot, pay with a credit card, pick up 15 uh, garbage cans and drop them off to a customer. So it's going to be a fun morning tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Now, when you say garbage cans, is that a slang for something? No, they're actual garbage cans. Picking up garbage cans at the Home Depot? That's, no. that's what they are to you? No, I swear. They're, uh, they're real garbage cans. The ones like warehouse garbage cans. I see. But this is for a company who I believe does some sort of uh, like recycling of paper, shredding, or like, you know, you take private papers and uh, they need the 55 gallon. Man, I, it, 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 it was a fucking nightmare. A fucking nightmare getting those things today. So Home Depot it is. They're going to make less money, but uh, life sucks. Then you die. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nah, man, it's all about taking care of the customer. So I'll get it done tomorrow, and uh, it goes from there, man. So looks like I may be overmodulating a little bit here, which I apologize for, everybody. I'm going to turn my mic down just a little, 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 little bit. There we go. That should help right there. I hope that'll help. And I can talk a little away from the mic and not so loud. That would probably help also, I would think. So, That's right. So, uh, anything going on your front, Smark? Hmm, not too much. No? All right. All right, we got Noreb saying Lacey needs a good chance. Oh, there's more K100 news from Hugsy. All right, well, Hugsy's back at it again. Hugsy's 90 people away from Conan appearing on his show. However, Conan is trying to back away to increase the subscription count. Oh, these guys have a little fucking game going here. Y'all getting roped in. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all getting roped into this motherfucker. Don't do it. Don't do it, folks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go into the I, light. I do enjoy how Norad basically is just spelling it the way that we, he wants us to pronounce it because we never know how to do it properly. Correct. So he's just like playing into, you know, our literacy. I appreciate that. Look, phonetic spelling is important in life and I appreciate it very much. Uh, mm-hmm. CM Punk vs. the World, whatever that show was last night. <laughs> I don't know what that was last night, man. Um, but the CM Punk thing is going to be kind of interesting. We're going to actually jump off with that. There's no reason to wait. It was the pretty much one of the main things. Um, I may surprise you at the stance I'm about to uh, <laughs> at my feelings on this. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I guess we could jump into it, man. Why don't you do it? Let's do it. Let's just fucking do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hold on. I got to shrink up my screen a little bit because I can't see everything. There we go. Plus, it'll take some glare off. That's another good thing. Wish I could take more down, but I don't know. Hopefully, I'll get my new glasses soon. But, uh... Anywho, a lot of the news, as we said this week, more than one news story has been about old Phil. Old Phil Smark. Old Phil. CM Punk. Old Filthy Philip himself, yes. Mm, old Filthy yeah, filthy Philip. Old, uh, old almost a mill Phil. <laughs> Not close to a mill Phil. But yeah, CM Punk, uh, in the news, which I got to tell you, sometimes I think this guy is just working all of us all the time and we don't really know it. This could be the same thing. I don't know. I don't think it is, but who knows, right? Um, obviously, we've all heard the news by now. CM Punk. I The article I have here is from Forbes. Uh, the guy's name is uh, Alfred Kanua, K-O-N-U-W-A, if I'm saying that wrong and butchering it, no disrespect. I just don't know how to fucking speak English. I'm from Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm from Texas, y'all. We don't know English here. That name love is, Alfred's listening. We love you. That's Kanua. That's Kanua in Texas. Mr. Kanua. Kanua. That's what that is in Texas. That's Kanua. So, hopefully I'm saying it right. But, um... He he at one point calls him the evil Knievel of employment, and I fucking love that line. <laughs> like, uh, you do know who evil Knievel is, right, Smart? Mm-hmm. You do? Hmm? Yeah, I didn't. I was, I was debating on if it'd be funny to pretend to not know, and I just decided I didn't have anything for it. So yeah, I know who Evil Knievel is. Okay, Evil Knievel. So yeah, that that makes sense. He he uh, he jumps in, he crashes, he breaks bones, and uh, he goes and tries something else. <laughs> now is AEW, like, what is the Snake River Canyon? So AEW is UFC, WWE, what, what are we doing? I think AMC might, or uh, W, uh, I'm sorry, AEW, what would that be? Wow. Um, what was his worst crash? I don't think it was Snake River. I think it was the bus jump, wasn't it? Or was it the uh, was it the that hotel? I don't know. I just thought that was one of his stunts. Or was it the hotel jump? 
I don't remember, but that man has been was that was going through hell. Broke every bone in his body at least once. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do it. But I do like the line, the evil Knievel of employment. Um, and that's kind of what he is. And you know what? You know that when you get him. You know that when you sign this man. Tony knew what he was fucking getting when he signed CM Punk. CM Punk was never one to not be on social media commenting on whatever he wanted to, saying whatever he wanted to. I don't know why Tony, or if Tony thought he was going to be any different with a live mic in his hand. So there's this whole thing, obviously, we all know. Punk has had a few mishaps in AEW. A few tangles with other talent, uh, especially as of late is what we're all being told. This all, I guess, started uh, from something that happened after the collision taping, I believe. Mm-hmm. They had the remark about Hangman and how he knows why they call him Hangman because he walked into a store and all of the Hangman action figures are still hanging there. Nick. <laughs> Fine of all things. But, uh, yeah, not the greatest. Not the greatest. And, you know, it kind of a stupid line. I I wouldn't take it personal if I was Adam Page. Actually, I'd be like, mm, that was kind of stupid. I would let it go. It's, it's, not, it's, it, it's not a bad line. It's just. That's not a good line. Either. Right. It's it's one of those middle. It might have been better in a different crowd. The crowd was kind of like not that bad. But anyway. <laughs> At that point, he just says, waka, 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 and tugs on his tie. That would be great. That would have been awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah. So And obviously, we all know what happened last year at, uh, at uh, as Solomonster calls it, brawl out. With the whole media thing. So this gentleman on Forbes put a little timeline together. Okay. Uh, He says with little to no leadership in AEW. First of all, the headline for the article is CM Punk's latest drama proves Tony Khan has lost control of AEW. I got to be honest. I don't know if he ever had control of AEW, to be honest. Doesn't seem like he's ever had control of that locker room. From day one, it doesn't seem like it, um, in my opinion. To be honest with you, that's, that's what it seemed like to me. This, he's right, though, it's no different. Uh, but he basically puts together a little timeline of Punk's series of controversies. Uh, for, he does the CM Punk versus the AEW locker room. We all know what that's about. Uh, CM Punk cuts a shoot promo on Adam Page after AEW collision. We just talked about that. CM Punk reportedly apologized to Hangman for the rant via text. Via text. So then we hear that Punk had something to do with the removal of some AEW stars from collision. Now I'm going to go ahead and say one thing. I don't know if this is true. Smart, do you know if this is true? I mean, I've seen the story. That doesn't necessarily mean that it is or isn't true, but that that is the scuttlebutt. Well, they also blamed this man for having 
fucking Colt Cabana kicked, uh, like, brought over to ROH. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much revealed to be complete bullshit. And we never believed that anyway, if you remember. we always... Well, was it or wasn't it? Because, like, okay, uh... it, it, he said it, and then... And Tony Khan was like, that's totally not true. And then they hurry up and shuffled Coca-Cola out there on an episode of Dynamite. He had a magic Coast Jericho and it was fucking terrible. There was a bunch of botches and then we never saw him on Dynamite again. So it's like, was it or was it? I mean, a little spin control doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? That's all they were doing right there. Did it work out well? No. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, so we had them removed. Orion Nemeth, uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother, is who that is. Then we hear a story that he had Matt Hardy, of all people, and Christopher Daniels removed from Collision also. Now, Tony was, uh, Tony Khan, was asked about this situation, whether it was true or not, and, oh, and there was also, I'm sorry, before I go too far, Smart, I almost missed something. It, Matt Hardy had revived a tweet that he put relevant today. It was a tweet that was, um, it said, I don't necessarily believe in textbook concept of karma, but I do believe if you regularly make poor decisions and treat others unfairly and selfishly, those bad choices and cruel behavior will ultimately catch up to you. So I guess Punk thought he was talking about him and had Matt Hardy removed. I guess that's the scuttlebutt, as you said, Smart. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Daniels, again, was one of those names mentioned. We also heard he had problems backstage with Jungle Boy Jack Perry over usage of a fake glass versus legit glass in a wrestling match, which... I actually, if the story for that is true, that Punk wanted him to use the fake glass, John, uh, Jack Perry wanted to use the real glass, I'm with Punk here. I don't care how it fucking looked. Tony Khan was asked about this on the uh, Battleground podcast. I don't know what that is. Um, but when he was asked about it, he said, I think it was a great show Saturday night, and I don't have any further comment to that. But I'm glad people are still very interested in our wrestlers and what's happening after the wrestling shows. That's what Khan, that, that, that's what Tony Khan said. Uh, boy, that was fucking a diversion. <laughs> this guy is not as good as DJ Hyde with the diversions and plugging. He needs to... <laughs> He needs to go to some DJ Hyde school of div- of of diversion and plugging. Knowing my man, what's going on, brother? The idea that he would bring in DJ Hyde to be his PR guy is fucking hilarious. No, I would just take some lessons. That D- DJ Hyde, that motherfucker knows how to fucking put and plug in. I mean, he's good. He's good. You'll ask him something, and he's like a fucking magician. He'll he'll start to answer the question, and then he'll. He'll, he'll he'll start fading away. Then he'll bring up something else, and then before you know it, he's plugging the show, and you're like, "Oh man, I appreciate that answer." Twenty minutes later, you realize you didn't fucking answer the question. It's like, holy fuck, he fucking he he did the old dipsy doodle around me. He got me. And you can bring him on to be the PR guy. You just have to like hide his confiscate his camera phone. That guy's got nothing better to do. 
<laughs> I'm doing good, Noe. I hope you're doing good, sir. Um, but yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, so let me just let's let's stop right there for a minute, Smart. Mm-hmm. So if all this is true, it seems like Punk is literally running Collision. Right. Is that what you think is going on? I mean, do, do you think it all went down the way it's being reported is what I'm asking you? Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a weird thing to make up. Like, I feel like you had to have started with at least some basis of truth there. And maybe it like, went a little bit farther than what actually happened. But yeah, I mean, I have no reason to believe that it isn't, honestly. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll go with that. You're right. I mean, there is no reason to believe it's... There's also not much evidence to say it's true either. Yeah, it's true. We could go back and forth. That's that's 95% of wrestling news. It's just kind of out there. We can't really prove it's true or not true, but we love talking about it. You know? Absolutely, yeah. So... If Punk is running Collision, that was a Tony Khan decision, correct? It would be, I would think. It would be, I would think so too. I would think so too. So, if this is all true and Tony Khan lets these decisions go through like this, I hate to say, but I'm not putting any blame on Punk here. This all goes to exactly what this article is talking about. Tony Khan. He has got to fucking, and I said this a couple show, a few shows ago, Smart. Tony Khan needs to either step the fuck up, and if he can't do it, hire someone who fucking can. He, this is getting, dude. This is the inmates running the asylum, man. I mean, it really is like that. Is, I I feel like people don't appreciate how funny it is. That if you believe the story, that he sent home the head of talent relations. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what Christopher Daniels' job was. It was his yeah. job to be the mediator amongst talent, and Punk sent him home. Like, apparently, he wasn't doing a very good job with the whole being a head of HR talent thing. Yeah, I mean, obviously not. But, uh, true. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're right. That's exactly what his fucking job is. But let's be honest. If this came out, on WWE's side, everybody would blame. I mean, it, it would be Vince's decision, but because this wouldn't come out on WWE's side, I know that it wouldn't go down like this. But everybody would blame it on Vince. If you had to put this on one person in WWE, everybody would blame Vince. So if if it with that same energy, I guess we can do little finger quotes there. You got to go and do the same thing with Tony Khan. This is Tony Khan's fault. You give, I'm sorry, but I don't feel wrestlers, current, working, active talent should be in these positions. I don't. I think it's, conflict of interest sounds too official, I guess. I don't know. But that's kind of what it is. It's kind of a conflict of interest. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Now you've got talent going after talent. I, I really don't think that these 
active talent should be in these fucking high jobs like this. I just don't. So, and again, who put him there? Fucking Tony Khan. Comes down to one person. The man who runs the show. Tony Khan, who we even saw last night on television for a minute, trying to act tough for about a quarter second. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it is Tony Khan's fault for letting it happen. But, like, I just, I, this can't, for a while there, it was kind of fun. It was kind of interesting. But now it's just, like, everybody just comes across looking like little bitches. Like, it's fucking, you're getting pulled off. Like, because after a while, it, it starts to be a detriment if you're a fan. Because, like, if you're getting invested in a wrestler or a feud or a storyline that involves a wrestler... And then, like, they don't like the photo of, like, CM Punk's dog's birthday party. Then they're off the TV show. Like, you can't, you know, you're going to start, like, it's going to start fucking things up. It's going to start affecting the way people watch the shows because, like, like, storylines and feuds and shit are going to get canceled because people's feelings get hurt. It's kind of ridiculous. Right. It is. It is kind of. And, oh, people's feelings get hurt. Fucking way. Um... (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah, dude. I mean that's the thing is like everybody who works a quote unquote normal job, like they have to deal with people that they fucking despise and detest unless they work from home and then maybe then too. <laughs> but you know, it's just it's fucking ridiculous. Like everybody else has to suck it up and deal with it. And they work in a job that like technically you're allowed to assault your employees. Like, yeah. you usually just get sent home for a week or two or whatever, but, like, any other job, you get fired or arrested. Like, just fucking start hashing the shit out, like, you know, like, outside, like, you know, fucking how people used to do it back in the day. Apparently, that was a rumor, that was part of the rumors, was that Punk asked Nemeth if he wanted to go outside, and I really could not think of a less intimidating person to ask me that question. Like, yeah, sure. Why not? Give me about five, ten minutes. I want to finish this drink first, and then I will meet you out there, my friend. Yeah. Do you need fucking earmuffs, you fucking wimp? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Last time someone punched you, your ear exploded, dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, no, that, that, that was actually his first fight. His second fight, the guy had him down in a hold and was tickling him in a fucking arm bar. Fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that pissed off Dana White so much. <laughs> Maybe that's the solution. Is like Tony Khan should just bring in like Ming or somebody. Or it's like shit starts jumping off and Ming just like steps in front of him and then everybody stops. Boy, I'll tell you who would be really good at it, fucking g- going over there and fucking running shit. Why wouldn't you have like an Arn Anderson going back there and fucking doing stuff? They should. You'd rather have punk uh, 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 fucking Norab just fucking nailed it. All ego wrestling. 100%. All ego wrestling. AEW. He's got it. That's what this is fucking looking like in here. Now, it, it, let's leave Ethan Page out of this. And out of this, I mean, Dino. <laughs> it's still, Matt, it's still perfect. But uh, yeah, now I, I do have to say this guy in the article. Uh, is not a fan of punk, obviously, by the rest of the article. Um, I mean, he's just trashing him throughout the rest of the article, barring the uh, 
awesome line about the evil Knievel of employment, which I did agree with. But I mean, really, when this, as this story was coming out, the only thing I kept going is or saying was, this is a Tony Khan problem. If Tony can't step up, he needs to find someone who can. If he can't find someone, fucking shut your doors. Because this is making them look like fools. Mm-hmm. Fools. It looks like you're fucking... It, like I said, the inmates are running the asylum. If you cannot control how your company's being run, and oh my God, Tony Khan, please don't fucking come on television and try to be a tough guy and run your company from like that. Because that ain't gonna fly. Do not. It, it was great timing, though. Was it? It was fucking amazing timing. You're just hearing that he has absolutely like no authority amongst some of the top guys, and then he's just out there yelling at people in promos, and it's like, oh, you. Yeah, and according to Meltzer, Punk has the power to do things like that. He doesn't say it like that. He said, obviously has the power to do things like that no one should have the power to do things like that except the fucking guy who runs the company unless you hire someone to do shit like that yeah i mean that's the thing is like it's this we've seen this stuff like this before because you've seen it with like hogan in WWF, Hogan mm-hmm. and wcw you saw it like in the 90s with Shawn michaels that kind of shit where like if you got on their nerves, you agitated them, whatever, they didn't like you, you were gone, but it ultimately came from Vince. It wasn't like, you know, Vince had to approve that. They just weren't calling the shots willy-nilly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were being fired once, and people blamed Vince, even though it was probably above, believe it or not, a, a decisions he probably didn't have much to do with, believe it or not. Probably just had to go, all right, y'all do what you gotta do. That's it. This, I mean, no one was fired yet. Obviously, Matt Hardy was on TV last night. But I'm sorry. This just, I mean, any job, sometimes you got to deal with shit you don't like. All the guys we're talking about here have a history with the Young Bucks. Coincidental? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. But I don't think so. I don't think it's coincidence at all. But no. No, and I'm not sitting here going, I'm Team Punk. Punk should be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not. But if you look above CM Punk, there's one man that is approving all these fucking moves, obviously. His name is Tony Khan. And they usually tape Collision after Dynamite. So he's there. He is there. So where's he during all this? Where's he? To jump up and go, why are you kicking people out? That's not your fucking job. No, what? Uh, He's just sitting in the back with the same look he had on his face during the press conference. Yeah, probably. Tony Khan's probably afraid Punk might ask him to go outside. <clears throat> I'll take Tony Khan in that one. That'll be Punk's first fucking win in a real fight. Well, I mean, if we've learned any, we were talking about John Jones last week. If we've learned anything from John Jones, like. Cocaine tends to help improve your fighting capabilities. <laughs> you got that. You got that right. <laughs> I don't know if it would with Tony. I don't know, man. It's it, it it it. In my opinion, this has been a bad week for it. What it 
is is someone trying to kick him out of the chat? Nobody better kick no way out of the chat. I'll kick their asses. I'll bust somebody up. Bust. Bust them up. And really, there's not many people that have the authority to do that. And you see, I, I'm not even touching my mouse. I'll hold my hands here. So, <laughs> I can't it's do that. Punk. punk is trying to throw people out of the it's chat. It's Punk. Punk's fucking with us. Punk, I'm on. I'm, 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 I'm kind of defending you here a little bit. Not really. I'm really not. Um, but I, again, I just know if this were to go down any other way, it would go down as who's in charge of the company, Tony Khan, fucking Tony. All ego wrestling. That's what it's exactly what it's fucking looking like backstage there. So. I don't know, man. I mean, we said when they brought Punk back, it's a matter of time before he blows up and does something stupid. I don't know. Again, I just don't know what to do here. But as far as I'm, I mean, but as far as, again, the Jack Perry thing, Mark, you know the story behind that? I mean, it, like, if... They weren't working together. How does it really matter if he was using fake glass or if he wasn't using fake glass? Like, if you don't have to take the bump, then fucking shut up. Who cares? I get that. But what if you got other guys going in that ring after you and there's real glass down there that gets missed? I think that's probably where the safety issue comes in. If it was the last fucking thing going on, the last match, the last thing, your last segment, I don't think anybody would have had a problem with it, but you got to fucking think about the guys going on after you. Glass is unpredictable. You step on it, you got boots on. And I mean, it just, it, 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 I see where Punk was coming from here. I get it. Again, I'm not Team Punk. <laughs> I just on this in this situation with this Jack Perry matter, I'm with them. I'm with them. No one's gonna fucking know. And if they do, who fucking cares? It's fucking wrestling. It's television. Mm -hmm. Goddamn television. They use fake glasses all the fucking time. So I, I I see where Punk's coming from. And you know what? Again, glass is unpredictable. But the one thing that I thought was funny was the line where Punk thought that J uh, Jack Perry was doing it so he would get cut and didn't have to come to work next week. How do we know Punk thought that? Well, I mean, if you want to, like, not have to come to work, all you have to do is a certain stage dot, you'll be out for a couple months. Well, I mean, did Punk's inner monologue come out like Jeff Hardy and fucking on TNA? Is that what happened? Could be. Oh, well... I mean, if that happened, I guess that makes sense. That makes sense now. I get it. <laughs> and I really wish that this I, this just keeps going down the rabbit hole and we end up with, like, what Willow would be for CM Punk. Like, just Punk in whatever type of face paint he thinks is cool. Punk writing a bunch of, like, shitty, like, psych, psychedelic pop rock songs. Just like full on, just embrace your inner Jeff Hardy. Am I Maybe like make a video at like the Waffle House where you're pilled <laughs> up, except you just have to be sleep deprived. Am I the only one who likes that Willow character? It's not terrible. I, I think it's fucking number one hilarious. 
And number two, I think it's just a fun fucking character. I mean, I think it was like something he made up when he was like a teenager. So it's like, yeah, it's, eh, it's okay. Kinda... It's probably not the best thing in the world, but I mean, neither was fucking dude love, but I, I really enjoyed that. It's kind of like all of the Batman villains rolled into one. Mm-hmm. He's got some fucking penguin with the, uh, the, the, the umbrella. He's got a little Joker in him. He's got, I just see a lot of the Batman villains like jammed into one when I see Willow. I don't know if that's the basis behind it, but that's what I see. Clayface. I like the character. I, I, I don't, I like the character. I don't, not like I'm like, oh, I wish he'd bring it back. If you brought it back, I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> There's a Willow poster off to the left of your camera. That's why I got the camera blurred, Mark. I understand. <laughs> uh, I keep my uh, twirly umbrella in my bag, my backpack. Ooh. But uh, anyway, I-, I thought some may be shocked because I'm not exactly the biggest fan of CM Punk, and I'm really not blaming him anywhere here. This goes above him. Is he an egomaniac? Yeah. Can CM Punk be a dick? Yep, but I'm going to say what I said right at the beginning of this conversation with me and you, Smark. Guess what? Tony Khan knew what the fuck he was getting into when he signed CM Punk. He knew what what was going to happen if he put Punk, which what it seems like, in charge of a TV show like Collision. He knew. He knew. So, if any... It, I don't think anybody should be mad at CM Punk here. I think everyone should go above and go right to fucking Tony Khan. That's who we should be fucking pointing fingers at right now. Leave Punk. I mean, Jesus Christ. Punk's just actually... Punk may be... We, for all we know, he may be doing exactly what he was told to do. So, if Punk's running Collision and the Bucks lead are running Dynamite, who's running Rampage? Huh. You stumped me. When is Ram- Lee, maybe Dr. Luther. Is Rampage... Uh, see, I've, I haven't watched Rampage since, like, the first episode. So, that's pretty much what everybody else did, too. So. Yeah, it seems like it. I know. Just a few people who leave it on when they're not home. Um, <laughs> oh, I left the fucking TV on! <laughs> that seems to be what it, what it is. So, I don't know. I don't know who's running any show. I'll tell you the truth. It seems like Anyone who fucking wants to step up can run these shows. Smart. Why don't we fucking walk in the locker room and try to take over these shows? I wish we would have came up with this idea sooner. They were in the hospital. Let's uh, hours away uh, or so. And says bear country and trench, which is really cool because trench is fired. Do you think he came back and starts? <laughs> That'd be the perfect place to go. They wouldn't notice. I know I'm fired, y'all, but I'm going to run this motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to check on all my friends. Tony Khan would, would probably just say, yes, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. Punk said I'm not fired anymore. Daddy, what do I do? Punk said I can come back as long as I apologize. I said for what, but he didn't need to tell. Ah, jeez. Anyway, um... Like I said, that was most of the CM Punk drama right there. I don't know. Trent should be rehired. To do what? Sure. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, Norm. He wasn't on TV. It's not like it matters. Norm, I did not mean to say that that way, but I'm just sitting here going, fucking for what? Not our money. He doesn't put him on TV. We wouldn't notice if he did. Fuck, bring him back, of course. Guy was on TV, what, twice? Yeah, and he literally never wrestled. He had a 0-0 zero zero record when they fired him. How trained was he? We don't know. He might have just come in to be an intimidating dude. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Again, he may not have been fired. He might have worked out his contract. Tony Khan doesn't fire people. Might have had a yeah, short less time. matches than Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Shaquille should have had one less match. He had less matches than Cameron from the Funkadactyls. Oof. She yeah. was there for one week. And I don't know what happened, but she was, she was there. She was there for one week, wasn't she? She mm-hmm. was. She was. But, uh... Oh, Goldust and Luther train? Trench? I mean, that's... That's one good thing. I mean, it's, it's good and bad, I guess. Here's the good thing. With that name, hopefully he can dig some, because that's probably the job he's going to get with all those tattoos. Get it? I mean, that would be my for what moment, is when you said the Luther train. To, to do what? Stand there. Mm-hmm. Look intimidating. <laughs> he had that less matches cool. than yeah. Rosa Mendez in the last 10 years. Leave Rosa alone. <laughs> Leave Rosa alone. Baron Street, Atlanta, GA. And keep her the fuck away from goddamn Michael Hayes. I mean, God bless anybody that's as uh, willing to fornicate with uh, chubby alcoholics. I, well, no, it was, he was just trying to get her to drink. I don't know if he was. Anyway, let's just not bring that up. Speaking of fornicating, Mark. Until it's proven that he didn't, that's my, what I'm claiming. Happened. You can do whatever you want, sir. <laughs> you do you, as they say. Allegedly, that's how Cena ended up drinking. Is fucking, he, he didn't drink before, and then Flair like, made him. Like, that's what wrestling is. It's just a big, trying to like force people into becoming alcoholics. That sounds so Flair. Mm-hmm. I mean, not respecting boundaries, mm-hmm. being intoxicated. Mm-hmm. It's very flair. It's it, it it's got flair, flair. Mm-hmm. It does. Your camera just locked up. Oh no! Yeah, or that. And I think that thing behind you may have moved a little bit too, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, hopefully your camera pops in. It's not me because I'm not dropping frames. Oh, there, yeah. Off. Back on. Coming back on. Ah, you're moving again. Yay! Yeah, there you go. You locked up a little bit. No big deal. Um, Steve Austin also had more matches than Trench in the last two, three years. Yeah. Yeah, Austin. Austin has had more matches than Trench, yes. In the last two years, I would say. Absolutely. So... As we were talking about fornicating, speaking of fornicating, as I was saying, many people wanted to fornicate with this woman years ago, folks. That's right. We're talking about Sonny Tammy Sitch. Late yesterday, we had some news come about come out about Tammy. 
she has pleaded no contest to a few charges here. Obviously, we all know what happened uh, with this. We've talked about it many times on this show. After her many incidents of DUIs um, and being locked up in prison and being brought out and doing it again and again and again, habitual DUIs. Let's just let's just put it that way, so we can narrow it. Just kind of move through a few things. Uh, her last accident that was due to alcohol and driving under the influence was bad enough to where. A 75-year-old man, grandfather of three, passed away. Now, was it due directly to the accident? No one really knows. But it happened anyway, and it's awful. And it didn't need to happen. So, she pled not guilty. Uh, Now, we were talking about plea deals. Remember, she had got rid of her lawyer's mark. She got a new lawyer. And we had talked about her wanting a plea. So here we go. Not guilty to all the charges. And she's been in prison since uh, 2022. And let's see. TMZ obtained the the article. It says they charged her with uh, no contest on the charges of felony DUI causing death, driving while with a suspended license causing death, two... DUI with damage to property and four DUI with damage to a person. I know there was some other people involved in that accident, but um, so she can face up to this, this, this comes with a maximum of 25 years folks, but she cut a deal. I'm guessing again, I'm no lawyer. I don't play one on television either, but I, but a guess, educated, if you want to call me educated. You can call it just a dumbass guess if you want. I'm saying between six and eight years, which means she'll serve about three to four, maybe five. If she gets eight, she'll serve about five, five, five and a half years. Then be on probation. I assume she's never going to have a license again in her life. I don't think that's going to stop her. I didn't say that. I, dude, if, if this, dude, have you seen the new picture of Tammy? I've been waiting for you to put it up, because I have. There we go! Dude, everybody at one point wanted to lick this woman up and down and lay their dick anywhere it landed. This woman... How do you get fat in jail? (laughs) How do you get fat in jail? I thought you were supposed to get ripped in jail. I mean, I guess she's a hell of a fighter because she appears to be stealing other people's food. She's having them run most that cornbread. You gonna? I was just thinking, you gonna eat that cornbread? (laughs) I was thinking the same fucking thing. That is a good question. How do you get fat in jail? I don't know. Some people bench press, some people become the bench, apparently. Some people also get depressed 
and yeah. stressed out and do nothing and end up like this. I get it. I'm we're just having some fun here, folks. I'm not really. I mean, in all honesty, like if we well, let's actually no, let's actually answer this question. How does one get fat in prison? I would imagine that people can send funds to her. And there are probably some really sad, really lonely people who are putting money on her commissary that yeah. she doesn't even know. And even in her present state, would still have nothing to do with. But there you go. Yeah, I would. That's possible. That's possible. What's uh, Nora posting up here? Goldberg heat, gold, gold dust heat with Hogan. Put up a tweet from Dustin Rhodes that says TBF, which I believe is to be fair. I am not a hip kid, but I believe that's what that means. Correct, Mark? Sounds right. Okay. To be fair, even though he was undoubtedly a huge superstar in the biz, was a catalyst to progressing sports entertainment, I could care less for Hogan. It should be. I couldn't care. I couldn't care. But anyway... He didn't want to work with me at a pitched WrestleMania because he said I had buggy whip arms. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? That still doesn't sit. It shouldn't even be fighting words. Doesn't even fucking. It's stupid. That still doesn't buggy sit right. Okay, hold on. Well, let's break this down for a okay. second. Buggy whip. Are we talking like whip as in like whip it good Devo style? Or are we talking about like buggy like as in like what Southerners call cuts? I'm trying to like. What does that mean, buggy whip arms? I think he's talking about like 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 skinny little antenna like cricket arms. Yeah, see, there you go. That's what I believe, which is kind of fucked up. But neither here nor there. Let's keep going. Let's 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 read the last little bit of this little tweet here. It says. Uh, that still doesn't sit right with me, but he was a huge star in the biz. WrestleMania 9, I believe. Okay. Um, whatever. The buggy whip arms is a little weird. I get it. It's a stupid comment. But, I don't know. Maybe, let's see. Was he actually doing the gold dust gimmick at this time? Because, you know, Hogan... Might have been a bit of a homophobe. Nope, this was 93. This So this was the one where he wrestled. If we're going with WrestleMania 9. Okay. That was the one at uh, Caesar's Palace with him and Yokozuna. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, was he even with the company? Because he had a little bit of a run there. Like, as the natural or the whatever, natural. and then he was in WCW. Right. So I don't know if he was even in the company, but that doesn't sound right, because it's not like... Where he was at the time, there was no way that he would have been in any position for even the idea of a match with Hogan to be proposed, let alone shut down. I mean, potentially, maybe, but then, like, after that, Hogan was in WCW. So, like, what was the time period where this could have even happened? I don't know. I really don't. I, that tweet's a little vague. So, and let's face it, no one's really a big Hogan fan anymore. Look, I saw his birthday. There was a lot of people there. I get it. Still has friends. 
But I mean, obviously, he still has some heat with people, which I, I mean, you're listen, you're in the business that long, you're going to lose as many friends as you make. Especially the way that he treated a lot of people. A lot of people. Never, with what he said, never apologize. Wait, I'm sorry. When, with apologizing for being caught, apologizing for not knowing he was being recorded, but never apologizing for what he said. Mm-hmm. That explained pretty good there. And that's my opinion on it. I never, I thought, I feel he never apologized for the words. He apologized for, oh, I didn't know I was being recorded. I'm sorry about that. What? The fuck are you talking about? I mean, if that word is anywhere near your mind, like while you're or right after you've had sex, like that is something that is just fucking engraved in your psyche. Well, no, this was when, no, remember, this was all the conversation he was having with Nick about who his daughter was dating in jail. This was it was a, not part of the sex tape? No, this was a recorded I'm conversation from him and Nick in jail. Uh, I see. Oh, don't worry. I, th- this was talked about on the old TH tier. I mean, I remember like what he said. I just don't remember the context in which he said it, and apparently... And he said it in Carney, thinking no one would understand. This fucking dolt. <laughs> the Dizarchies. <laughs> this fucking Dizolt. I mean. <laughs> There's Bizlax everywhere, brother. It's like, they're going to kick your ass, and I'm just going to step to the side and let that happen. Yeah, but if I say Blizzax, they won't know what I mean, brother. What the fuck, Hulk? Talking about the brothers, brother. Everyone knows what you mean. Everybody. You dumb fuck. Oh, Hogan. We have too much fun with Hogan on this show. We have way too much fun with Hogan on this show. I can't. I mean, my absolute favorite among everything else is that he made up. He said that he wrestled like 400 days a year. Oh, which well, is just like that is a level of like it, you've you have an argument to this. I know you, you we've talked about it, but just the idea that you've added extra days. Like you're lying about how many days in a year there are. It's fucking phenomenal. And people Hogan were like, does not accept the Gregorian calendar." And people were like, "Wow, that's fucking amazing, man!" Oh, like even Marty Jannetty said that he wrestled three hundred days a year. Marty Jannetty is doing a better job of telling the truth than you are. Okay, that you're right. That's sad. I I have nothing for that. I thought I did, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, "That is so stupid." So I decided against it. That is a great, that is like one of my favorite parts of that Dark Side of the Ring. Is he tells a story about how he caused an explosion in a chemical lab when he was in high school. Ooh. And it immediately cuts to, like I said, they interviewed a ring rat. They immediately cut to the ring rat who says, you can't believe 99% of things Marty Jannetty says. So like just immediately after the story, they cut to somebody calling him a liar. That's perfect. Well, yeah. But let's, I mean... Honestly, that's part of the fun of Marty Jannetty. We know he's talking shit, and we never know what story is true or what's not true. 
But it's that, sort of the weird thing about him is it yeah. does seem like some of it's kind of whimsical. Like he's trying to be entertaining. Like I don't think he's really doing it. And he's like he's not like making up shit about other people and like trying to paint people that he's worked with in a bad light or whatever. Like he's just making up some shit that probably didn't happen and you know, just trying to be entertaining. But this guy is posting pictures of him dressed like a woman in the eighties. Yeah, it's it strange. Oh, that was another thing was he kept saying that MJ is in the his house. During the dark side of the ring, it was like he tried to create a catchphrase during the episode. Every time they interviewed him at a new location, he would say that MJ is in his house, which was it was it's wonderful. God bless Marty Jannetty. I love that. The guy's just a fucking old douchebag trying to fucking relive his old years, not his old years, his younger years. You know what I mean? That's all he is. I mean, Dude, is like outside of the guy that he allegedly killed. Who did he really do wrong necessarily? Like he just he did a bunch of drugs and he made a lot of self-destructive decisions. Dude. But he never really like Shawn Michaels was perfectly fine after dealing with him. Like he didn't bring Shawn Michaels down with him. Dude, it just hit me. Hmm. Marty Janetti is Uncle Rico. Gee. No. Think of those... about from Napoleon Dynamite? No. Yes. Think of those two characters. Marty Jannetty is Uncle Rico. Always wanting to bring back the old days, the youth. The, M- Uncle Rico wanted the football days back. Dude, Uncle Rico, Marty Jannetty, Uncle Marty. I have an Uncle Marty. It sounds weird to me. But <laughs> Uncle Jannetty. I think of it as like the Al Bundy, like eight touchdowns in a high school football game. That's usually what I think of when people start like getting out of bullshit. <laughs> Fucking Uncle Jannetty. Mm-hmm. Uncle Janetti. Uncle Rico talks all kinds of shit. Can't back most of it up. Uncle fucking Janetti. I like it. Uncle Janetti. Good old Uncle Janetti. Miss Mark, I see you're uh I, I do have to ask one thing though, that you're in a different room yes. tonight. Did you lock yourself in because uh it sounds like you're jerking off when your dogs are scratching? <laughs> What was the what was the question in that? Are you accusing me of jerking off or the dog of jerking? I'm not locked in. <laughs> I'm trying to like process that question in its many parts. The guy not locked in, not jerking off. The dog is not jerking off. No, she's sleeping. The the, the guy beside me. He said a dogs were scratching. I thought maybe he was jerking off. I think. <laughs> That would make for a much better show. I appreciate that respect that he thinks that I could jack off with that much vigor. Where it's just like (laughs) aggressively thumping against shit. That would make for a better show. Yes. (laughs) It'd be a different show. But it'd be better. I saw that Aubrey Edwards story. Norab, she was tell asking some guy. That story sounds. I don't so, believe it. I don't either. Well, just because like the the place that I saw it posted on was from AEW Neckbeards. It's like I'm gonna need a better like source of information than what I imagine is Twitter account making fun of AEW fans. Like that just seems. Like somebody would make that shit up. I mean, it's entirely possible that she's an egotistical like asshole too, but. 
just as it stands right now, I, I'm not sure that I believe it. Oh, 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 oh. I have no doubt it could happen. Oh, I just, entirely possible. I definitely think she would say something like that. I, and I, I, I like her. I think she, I, I don't see the hate that people really do have for this girl. I really don't fucking see it. A girl, a girl you have no idea, don't know personally at all. But my God, you would think this woman fucking punched their baby in the face mm-hmm. half the time. It's like, what the fuck? But yeah, it just doesn't seem that plausible. It just doesn't. <laughs> Dirk said your dog is sleeping after jerking off. No, I mean, that is also entirely possible. <laughs> oh god alright I'm sorry and that is also what we'd like to call a learned behavior oh I'm sorry I apologize mm-hmm. for that <sighs> yeah I hope it's one thing to accuse me of jerking it's another thing to accuse my innocent little dog I, I was accusing jerking. you I wasn't accusing your dog I was accusing you don't worry about it <sighs> yeah yeah, it was. I, I mean, I didn't. I saw. Are you gonna do the answer? Whole, you can see him. You're gonna do the whole show like that from now on. <laughs> you under arrest? Have some fun with props. Oh, what? what you. <laughs> I had some lotion nearby. It was too good of a job to pass off. That's what I should have done. I regret not doing that the first time. That's that's. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. All right, so let's get into some trademarks, Mark. Yes. Nothing that we usually do. Go into the old uh, trademarkia and check out some trademarks. No, 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 no. WWE has uh, actually rebought. Um, updated, I guess you could say, some trademarks. Um, not just any trademarks, not 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 WCW trademarks. Uh, already seen some like the Great American Bash, Starcade, Halloween Havoc. We've seen those. They actually went a little different this time, which uh, I'm sure one man is actually happy about. They actually grabbed up three ECW names. That's right. Barely legal, which they might want to Google before they name anything after it. <laughs> they keep doing this. They do. Has, somebody has to be doing this shit as a rip. Because like they did the whole sorority or the submission sorority or whatever. Yep. That turned out to be a porn. Yep. They were calling the fucking Drew McIntyre Seamus tag team the banger bros the banger or some bros. shit. Yeah. And it's like somebody is doing this as a joke. Like I it, it can't be. They keep fucking accidentally walking into porn. Yeah. Yeah, they might want to uh they might want to Google that one. They might also want to Google Cyber Slam too. I don't know why, but you might want to Google that one too. And Massacre on 34th Street. So they all have been bought, um, all for entertainment services and purposes. Professional wrestling shows are included. So I would assume that they are 
probably going to do, I don't think you're going to get a ECW like reunion show. A lot of those guys are either gone or can't go anymore. I mean, you got RVD, you got Rhino. What are you going to do? That's all you got. That's it. RVD now is with AEW, which whatever. But uh, what do you think's going on here, Schmirk? Allegedly, allegedly, RVD is not with AEW. Apparently, he had WWE's permission. Oh. Source is a tweet put out by RVD, so I'm going to take his oh. word for it. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going. If anything, it's I don't know, fucking DVDs or merchandise or something nostalgic cash-ins. They're not going to do another reunion. But then every time I say that, they they do another reunion. Mm. So it's just who knows. But I mean, at this point, like you said, most of them can't go. As you said, you got RVD, you've got Rhino, but that's that's about it. I don't think Raven wrestles anymore. I mean, maybe um, the whole guest, the ECW person last week. But yeah, there's. I doubt it. No, I doubt it, too. Now, obviously, we know Barely Legal. That was their first ever ECW pay-per-view back in 1997 in April uh, from the ECW Arena in Philly. Um, So there you go. That was that one. Uh, Headlined by Terry Funk and, as you just mentioned, Smart Raven. Um, And Massacre on 34th Street was... WWE actually tried to trademark that once, but they didn't get to. And it was one of the last ECW pay-per-views. Um, and, of course, you've got the Cyber Slam, which was uh, the annual interactive show, kind of internet interactive show that ECW did, kind of biting off Cyber Tuesday that WWE did, which was a flop, if you remember. It did not do well. I don't remember a Cyber Tuesday specifically. I think it was like Tappy Tuesday, but that was after ECW was gone. Mm. Mm. I don't know what they're doing, but there's no way an ECW reunion show is going to happen, Smart. They just can't also people it. don't call the internet cyberspace anymore. So, like, what is the point of like copywriting Cyber Slam? Like, I don't know. Not with 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 AI is. right now, I would. Definitely Google that one. Fair enough. I that could come up really bad. Some guy banging some fucking robot. Some robot <laughs> banging some guy. Who knows? Twenty twenty three now. Fucking Google shit before you fucking do it. Dude, I'm telling y'all, be ca- you you Google barely legal. Be fucking careful. Don't do that shit at work. <laughs> Don't do that shit at work. I'm telling you right fucking now. Might get fired. I don't want nobody to get fired. But I guess we'll have to just wait and see what's going on with them. But you may or may not get some pay-per-view names with these guys. They may bring in a one or two guys from ECW just to have a match or a cameo or whatever. But, I mean, what are you going to bring in? Just Incredible? Can he do anything anymore? Man I don't can know. Only hope. Oh, God. Yeah, he could do a lot of things. Um, uh, last, time, items, last time we saw him, he was passed out in a chair. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway. Just just incredible to see what Jack Victory is up to. Um, now, you know what they could do? You know what could happen here? I don't know if this would be... I'm, this is... Let's call this fantasy booking. Sure. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns, with all this shit going down with the bloodline, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns quit. Paul Heyman restarts ECW. Paul Heyman rivals WWE with Roman Reigns. Storyline ECW, a couple, you'd get three pay-per-views out of this. And those are the three pay-per-views. I guess. It would almost, yeah, huh? I, just, I saw Tuggle Ray again, and it did I did. laugh. It's still funny. They can bring, I think, can bring out Sandman. Apparently, says Nora. I mean, yeah, D- no, no. Which is that? Mean again? We're the Sandman story. I found apparently Francine has a podcast because who doesn't? Um, I, I found her YouTube channel, and she was recalling the story of, like, apparently one time, like, there's a lot of heat and tension around Paul Heyman not paying people. Right. So Sandman decided to pull this whimsical gag of putting his dick on her shoulder. And it's just like, man, that is a much different time. Because, like, mm. if anyone would ever have done that to me, I would be in jail for the rest of my life. Very true. Very true. Very true, but... I don't know, man. I I don't know that. I'm again. We're I'm completely just going off the rails here, but I think that 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 could be cool. Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns starts a an ECW kind of promotion, and I don't know. Paul or Paul Heyman digs up the ECW belt, mm. and Roman Reigns is the. After Roman loses the, uh, finally loses the, uh, the, the, the universal, he becomes the ECW champion. I don't know. There, there could be some fun stuff to do with this stuff though. They but, just straight up copy the fucking jungle boy storyline. Yeah, uh, they could probably do that. So you have like Roman Reigns versus Mikey Whipwreck and Roman Reigns versus fucking Kid Cash. That's where a lot of people thought this fucking jungle boy story while it was going, but I don't know if it is. We thought it might go that way, but it doesn't look like it is. But uh, any huge mark. After that, we've got another lawsuit that we've been talking about on this show. Because we seem to talk about a lot. I don't know why. But we do. Litigation-friendly show. Yes, absolutely. Up for, you know why, Smart? Because we are law and order type of guys, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, sir. We are. We are. That's that's what it is. Well, we've been talking a lot about this MLW case that's been going on, Smart. Uh, with, you know, Stephanie and Triple H doing the whole Tubi deal with uh, having MLW pulled off of Tubi, threatening Tubi, basically, that they'll WWE would pull their programming if they allowed MLW on there. Well, brand uh, that was all down up a big ch- wrong picture. I'm sorry, everybody. One kind of constant in this is ah. yes, is Stephanie, 
who for some reason looks like she's about to order in Spanish at a at a Spanish restaurant. I don't know why. Like she's at a Mexican Mexican restaurant about to break out some Spanish. She has that look. It's, just, it's a Taco Bell. You just say number two, please. Or the waiter said, or she's at a Mexican restaurant. The waiter said, how are you doing? And she went, bueno. <laughs> okay. Four months at Duolingo. That's what I got. <laughs> Muy bueno. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Back to this case. Now, WWE has denied, as we've been going through, all of this. Never happened. You're dreaming. Never, no, 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 no. Never happened. Well, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, I don't know if you know who he is, Mark. He does a lot of the ratings and stuff, like really breaks down. he just told me. Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) No, I've heard of him before. I've heard of the website before. But yeah, he does the more nerdy stuff the numerical True. problems yep. of wrestling yep yep he does well he posted a little tweet where um let me pull can i pull this picture up bigger anyway here hold on i know how to do this i'm going to make this picture bigger because it's hard to see on the uh obs there but oh that is way too big okay so wwe this was on just a few days ago when this tweet came out, August 14th. And WWE, like I've said, they've denied most of this stuff. But WWE lawyers put out a, oh, shit. Hold on a second, guys. I got to get my uh, my screens right here. Excuse me. Sorry. So they submitted answers to all of MLW's complaint because we did say a few weeks ago that all this got pushed, that they were allowed to do this now. Um. Again, everybody thought this case was going to be dismissed, wasn't going to go anywhere. Well, judge didn't see it that way. The case is going somewhere. They just had to prove some stuff. So they submitted all the answers to MLW. One is a little... It kind of contradicts itself. The There's a line which he actually puts, he said that... Um, they confirm Stephanie did speak with a to-be executive. But they deny she pressured him. So they deny any of this happened. But Stephanie definitely spoke with somebody. Because that's proven, obviously, with, an, with other ways. So they have to admit that. So... It's a little, this might even, I mean, this is a little weird that they would even put that in. But again, if it's proven otherwise and they know it is, they have to put it in there. But obviously Stephanie did speak with somebody. So what was that conversation about, Smart? There's the question. (laughs) Was it about what she said to the Mexican waiter last night? Bueno. That's it. Was that it? Was that the conversation? Maybe. She said. She said. They they asked her how she was doing. She said, "Bueno." He looked perplexed, and uh, he said that it was an Olive Garden. Oh well, there you go. Well, do that here. You you want the breadsticks or not, lady? Perplexing is this whole fucking case. (laughs) 
and like I said, I really thought WWE just, or I think WWE thought this case was going to be dropped. No Lord, nobody would take this. Nobody would take this seriously. But it seems like it's got legs, man. And WWE is demanding a jury trial for this. So they want to take it to fucking court. They want to take it to court. They want to go all the way with it. And I guess we'll just have to see what happens. But just the fact that they've been denying any of this happened, but they are admitting Stephanie did speak to an executive at Tubi. And I don't know. This does not look like the face of someone who wouldn't threaten a network executive or a streaming network executive. I think she would. I definitely think she would. And uh, if this does go to a jury trial, I would be very curious when they get that executive on the stand what he or she said. So there's not much. I'm really... impressed though, because I mean, this is last year. Like I, I was hoping that would like they would actually work out in their favor, but it seemed like it was probably going to be over with by now. But it, they're still fighting. They're they're keeping it going. I'm impressed by it. No, this seems like it's, there's not going to be much of an end to this at all. This seems like it's going to go on for a long, long, long time. So, anywho, my God, we've already done an hour and thirteen. What the fuck have we been doing? Oh, there's very little to talk about in AEW. We'll yeah, there of. really is. We're going to get through AEW in no time. But, uh, you know, we've been talking about Dave Meltzer a little bit tonight anyway and some of the wonderful things he says, you know. You know. You know. Uh, you know. Um, well, according to Meltzer, he was on the, uh, he did an interview with McGuire on wrestling. I'm not sure which McGuire that is. But according to Meltzer, somebody, folks, could possibly be showing up at AEW All-In at Wembley Stadium. Now, Mark, do you have any clue who could that be? Do you? I bet you uh, don't. Oh. No, you don't. You might. Hopefully the 80,000 people that buy tickets. Hopefully they show up. Exactly. Mm. Uh, could it be Wardlow? Maybe we'll see Wardlow there. We haven't seen him in a while. I don't know why, but in that photo, he looks like a disgraced doctor. <laughs> he really does. He's got the fucking thing. It's, those, those, those ears are something else, man. They're attached. He looks like he had been like maybe like charged with malpractice or like accused by like a nurse intern of some things that he vigorously denies but then like maybe there's some truth to it after all i guess and, and in this instance i guess the nurse intern would probably just be alvarez so there's really no need to get upset true true but i just don't understand why his ears are attached to his jaw it's scary he's he's part elvin part what like an elf. Oh, so, I thought you said Elvis. I'm like, wait a minute. He's part, he, well, he might be part of Elvis. Anyway, Elvis is what not is who is from? Elvis is not showing up at all in folks. I I'm I'm sorry. He's not doing it. But according to Meltzer, you know who could be? Fucking Who's Goldberg. That? Fuck yeah, brother. According to him, it could be. It could be. Put Goldberg going out there and squashing somebody, that'd be cool. Goldberg trying to get revenge for what happened to Cabana? 
you really didn't have a reason besides the fact that Goldberg became a free agent last March or this March. And that was really it. But he thinks that someone like a Goldberg would really make that event more successful, more over. I don't see this happening. I really don't. I don't see why Goldberg would want to do that. Oh, I never had my last match in WWE. Well, well, maybe you weren't that good in your first few matches. Sorry. He wanted that dream match with Kenny Omega. Oh, God. I don't need to see Goldberg with anybody. I'm sorry. I just don't. I don't. I hope this doesn't happen. Uh, We'll find out in uh, not many more days. Ten more days. The 17th, so 10 more days. We will find out. My son said he wanted to watch me wrestle QT Marshall, and I said, you got it, brother. Oh, God, they're getting worse. (laughs) They're getting worse. But anyway, again, he really had no basis behind this except for the fact that Goldberg's a free agent and he would like to see it. That was pretty much it. So. (laughs) Dave Meltzer just fantasy booking. I mean, we do it. Why not, right? Maybe you can get, you know, uh, you know, uh, Willow Nightingale and, you know, Konami Toyota, you know, you know. Well, folks, speaking of fantasy booking, I think a lot of people have been fantasy booking this week, folks. For Lacey Evans, that's right. Lacey Evans announced on her own Instagram that uh, the other night, I think it was actually Tuesday night, When the Mm -hmm. clock struck midnight, she would now be Macy Estrella from here on out and no longer with WWE. Very interesting with her having the whole thing going. She said she is not, she is choosing not to re-sign her contract uh, extension. She's had a pretty rough go of it to be honest with you. And I kind of feel bad for this girl. I mean, I yeah, kind of, I, I trust me. She is, uh, <laughs> she's going to do fine. <laughs> if you know what I mean, she'll, she'll do fine. Uh, we'll get into what's going to be happening soon, but, um, I feel bad. She had the whole Southern bell, the sassy Southern bell gimmick, which, didn't really fit her. It did and it didn't. She played it the best she could, I thought, but it never really fit her, if you know what I mean. I don't think it was such a bad gimmick as much as it is just that, I don't know, like, she was one of the only people in the women's division that had a gimmick, so it just looked weird, like, sort of clashed against everyone else. Right. Yeah, that might have been part of it, too. But then they stuck it with Baron Corbin, which was like a kiss of death. A kiss of fucking death. I mean, they even had the one scene where, I mean, she's sitting there putting lipstick on and he's like zipping his pants. It's like, what the fuck? PG programming. My Lord. Um, But it You're was nasty. And uh, exactly. Then they put her with Ric Flair and Ric Flair got her pregnant. 
Yeah, that was where it all went south to me. I mean, I understand it's fun to be Corbin, but like the Ric Flair storyline was, whew, my goodness. Yeah, and then they bring her back, Smart, after a, some time off. They bring her back. They've got her doing this military gimmick. And it's basically Sergeant Slaughter, but she looked much better in the uh, in the flak jacket than he did. <laughs> that is that's going to forever be my career highlight for her. I feel bad because my career highlight for her is just us reading Sergeant Slaughter being mad that she's sexy. It's basically what it's like it was. She's wearing the gear, and you can see her navel, and that's a bit too much for me, maggot. My lord, Billy Buttons. Uh, but cover but, her knees up. Why? What's her deal? <laughs> Cover her knees. But I I think the military thing was too little too late for her, to be honest with you. But a lot of people may be happy because I think either yesterday or today, she said that she is again going by Macy Estrella. And is probably going to be starting an OnlyFans account, folks. Uh-huh. She actually went ahead and posted one. First OnlyFans post. President hard at work on White House desk. Boy, I don't see a desk and I don't see a president. But good Lord, she will be fine. If she starts, it literally to... does seem like she had an AI write up like a sexy caption. Because like, yeah, there's no desk. She's not dressed in any sort of like presidential man. I don't understand the theme. I'm just wondering what's underneath that post. It's. Covering... I can already guarantee you that she's not going to show anything, and she's just going to like basically steal hundreds of dollars from fucking sample people which is fine if they're willing to give her the money it's all in the game but that's pretty much what happens well her husband put out a post saying now that we're not with wwe basically we can get a little crazy so there are also like mandy rose situations where she like does get naked but you know it's not uh you know it's not the same for everybody what's kind of funny and i hate to steal attention from her but i just learned the other day like literally last night that apparently sexy star the original one Mm -hmm. who uh got in trouble for roughing people up and basically just got her gimmick like she got booted out of a gimmick i've never seen that happen before but they just like unvived her they made it sexy star two with some other lady anyway sexy star one as an OnlyFans now. She's not wearing a mask. She's like, she basically fucking like made some, a bunch of shitty decisions and now she has to like show her boobs to strangers. So that's why you got to be kind to people. Good on her. Mm-hmm. Good on her. And yeah, uh, Norab is saying that Estrella does mean star. You're right. Macy star. And he says he, I, he's to quote Norab, I have a feeling Sergeant Slaughter got her canned. He is still with the company and still has some pull. I kind of do, too, honestly. I know that sounds a little like conspiracy theory, but like we like two or three weeks ago, we were reading about him being all up in his feelings about her looking like him or doing the camel clutch and all this other bullshit. Mm. And then suddenly she's not resigning with the company. Like there's also I mean, I guess to also be fair and didn't put everything out there 
they mismanaged her, misused her, however you want to look at it. For years, you just cataloged everything. They did right. the, you know, the, the pinup gimmick didn't exactly go the way that they had hoped. The, you know, the the other one, the military service thing didn't, you know, like you said, it's a little too little too late. But it's possible. Like, I mean, they go out of their way to, you know, it's a company that lives on nostalgia. They go out of their way to appease the older the legends, even though, I mean, Sergeant Slaughter. But anyways. Yeah. They do sometimes go out of their way, but I don't know, man. She's, uh, again, I don't, uh, I don't think she's, uh, in any danger of doing anything, uh, crazy. I think she's going to be just fine. Most definitely. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's like I said, yeah, too little, too late. They just went with the gimmick a little bit too fucking late. And yeah, Sergeant Slaughter did kind of just be a little bitch but I don't know this may be a great thing for her who knows this could be a good thing for her but hey the more she does on OnlyFans the better people are going to be uh, getting with her but she wants to get naked I have no problem with that I mean I'll be monitoring the situation because we are journalists so Absolutely. we'll see what happens. Absolutely. I hope you do, sir. I hope you do. Another neither here nor there story, but again we were talking I mentioned Francine earlier. She started an OnlyFans like two or three years ago. She was on there for like a month and she ended up like quitting and deleting her account because people kept sending her dick pics, which is not funny. Like, don't do that. That's rude. But, like, I didn't do it and it's not my fault, so it is kind of funny. It is, but what do you expect? Yeah, well, because, like, what happened was, like, she had an OnlyFans account and then, like, apparently she didn't, like, manage how she handled DMs properly or whatever, so everybody was sending her DMs and everybody was sending her dick pics, and she asked them to stop, and then just more came. Oh. And she was just like, I gotta get off OnlyFans. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much what happens. I mean, you want to deal in the adult industry, you're gonna deal with weirdos. But... Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, Alright, folks. I guess speaking of weirdos, Let's get into this fucking AEW, Spark. Let's do Like you said, there's not much to this AEW. It was kind of built towards a couple of things. Um, this Dynamite was a fight for the Fallen. They were uh, raising money for uh, the Maui fire, uh, the wildfires, correct? The um, Maui Children's uh, Food Bank, I think. Right, for the wild, but for the wild. There are wildfires. Yeah. Is that what it is? I'm, I'm not bullshit in here yeah it's wild I'm sorry I said it's been a crazy week at work man I've been fucking <sighs> anyway they did actually do well on this show we'll uh we'll get to that so as again this show was very weird last night it was it was a weird fucking show it kicked off with the usual though uh, it kicked off with Orange Cassidy, which why would you not kick off a show with Orange Cassidy? It's what happens. It is. It's, it's, it's what they do. They kicked off the show with Orange Cassidy. Uh, it was him versus Wheeler Yuta for the AEW international title. Um, 
Cassidy did be, I, I like this match. And Cassidy, of course, you know, getting his ass kicked and, of course, beats Yuta, retains. Like, a half a second after he wins the match, the Blackpool Combat Club is in there, beating the shit out of Orange Cassidy. Next thing you know, best friends come out. Lucha Brothers come out. And then Eddie Kingston comes out and goes right after Claudio. Now, Smart, you're a... Uh, you're a big... Smart looks orange, does he? Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Does Smart look orange? Oh, now you do. Yeah, it happens. All right. All right. Would you, would you buy a Trump hat or something? Well, indeed. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, you got to stop the steal, brother. There you go. Now, Smart, you're a you're a big fan of Eddie Kingston, as from mm-hmm. what I do like Eddie Kingston myself. But he looks really bad here, man. Can we admit that? I, I, I mean, mm. he looks like normal to me. I mean, he's never really been the best of shape. Dude, he looked like he could barely move. His punches were not even, there was nothing behind him. I thought he looked worse here than usual. I think it might be time to use Eddie Kingston as a manager for maybe six, seven months while he heals from hernia surgery. He did also just come off of uh, G1 Climax. So, like, there's a lot of shows in a lot of days. So he's probably fucking banged up from that, if yeah. anything. Yeah. No, they're just going to throw him fucking out there for no fucking reason. But Eddie Kingston came out there. Uh, he did challenge the Blackpool Combat Club to Stadium Stampede at Wembley. So we've got that right there. We've got that. Um, After that, we get a Kenny Omega. He's backstage with a uh, good old JR. JR not looking bad. Luckily, we don't have any uh, JR black eyes or anything to worry about this week. That's a good thing. But we get the uh, the, the interview, and uh, he's eventually... Oh, shit, I still have the Kingston picture up. He's eventually attacked by Jay, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Takeshita. That's really where that ends right there. That was it for that. And then we get Hangman right after that. And basically he follows Kenny Omega to the hospital and uh, says he's got Abushi, And Abushi will have Kenny Omega's back. So it's going to be the, th- uh, it's going to be, um, and they will face the three of them. So it's going to be Omega, Hangman, Abushi, and Juice Robinson, Jay White, and Takeshita. There's your match. There yeah, I'm not terribly overwhelmed by that. I got I mean, the Hank Man got better at promos, apparently. That was a pretty solid promo that he cut. Wasn't but. bad. Wasn't bad. He got a beer in his hand, bringing back the drinking a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. I don't mind that. So, okay. This was a little better. Okay, I... I I actually thought this segment was good between Jericho and Don Callis. Now, I remember this was the week where uh, Don uh, Jericho was going to give Don Callis an answer. Remember from last week. 
So after a little bit of fucking stroking each other, Jericho finally decides that he will, in fact, join the Don Callis family. He does. He joins. Oh, I put that picture up too early. Then, after they're, you know, all hugging and buddy-buddy, him and Don Callis, they go to walk out of the ring, and Jericho looks back and goes, but I, I want to see what you got there. But he doesn't say that. He says it, it's covered. And he goes, I want to see the picture. So he knew it was a picture, which he should have said, what's the gift? But anyway, that's like so fucking small. So he gets it. He takes off the fucking cover and it is Don Callis holding up Jericho's head. So they get into this whole argument. Why did you do this? Callus was like, look, I thought your ego was going to get in the way. I didn't think you were going to join us. And I love that Jericho went straight internet. Oh, so you're going to cut my head off? You're going to have me assassinated? What the fuck, man? Okay. Mm-hmm. He took it right to the worst fucking level. I, I actually like that part. Um, I I thought it was pretty good, but as you know, they're getting in each other's face and Callus smacks Jericho. Obviously for being, he was just scared, thought Jericho was going to hit him. I guess he thought he'd get first, he'd get first blood. So, you know, well, Jericho went on like a 20 minute tirade about how he was nothing True. and nobody, but it was Jericho that got him the job. And he still doesn't matter compared to Jericho. Yeah. How great Jericho is. Yeah. So he got mad and he slapped him. There you go. That's right. Next thing you know, Jericho goes after him and you get to catch the down there and then Will Ospreay comes out and he's attacking Jericho and oddly, Sammy Guevara comes down for the save. A little weird. And the back, he had Floyd. That's right. He did, he did. And a little later, I'm, we don't need to jump back into the segment. A little later, we've got uh, Jericho backstage with his head bloody. And he uh, does challenge and accept a match for Will Ospreay and him at all in. So finally, finally, they're getting a lot of matches set for this show. Um, we get a little match here, Smark. We get uh, Nick Wayne. And Darby Allen versus Gates of Agony. That's who it was. Wasn't wasn't a bad match. Wasn't a good match. But really wasn't a match that needed to happen or it was really for the it was really for the the the, the, the I'm sorry, the uh the the the, the mogul embassy or whatever the fuck they're calling himself just to kind of come down and watch the match. That's really what it was for. Right. It was a means to an end. It was. And they're down there and we get a video popping up on the screen after the match. It's Sting, folks. And what did I say last week's Mark? It's going back to the old Joker Sting. He's going back to Joker Sting, folks. We got full Joker Sting last night. That might have been the best part of the show for me. Was Joker fucking Sting. I knew it. 
I knew it. I said, I said last week, I see a little bit of that red makeup on, on the, on, on the side of the lips there. We got Joker Sting back. He has kidnapped Prince Nana. <laughs> Which is more just bad managing on Tony Khan's behalf. Yeah. Why? Now people are being false imprisoned backstage and he's not doing anything. He let him go, Smark. He abducted a man. That is not a safe working man. But he let him go. Dude, if you walked in the fucking NXT parking lot, you may get killed or kidnapped. The, the NXT parking lot is like fucking Mexico. <laughs> There's a cartel there? Yes. My God, man, you think fucking AEW, if you think AEW is a dangerous place to work, do not go to the NXT parking lot. Do not park your car. Oh, no. Do not. Yeah, I, I feel like based on all the things that are happening there, I should like NXT more than I do. Because there's like, everybody has a gimmick and like there's occasional murder. And people just apparently get murdered and like mugged and stolen from. And it's just like, it sounds a lot more fun than in the reality uh, of than it actually is. I mean, if you want murders, you got to watch TNA. They're murdering motherfuckers on that show. They literally killed people yeah. on Lucha Underground. That was pretty fun. They did. They're doing the same thing right now on fucking Impact, dude. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did love this segment. I love We Got Joker Sting back. Um... After it, we get a whole thing, and I mean, you know, you got Darby Allen, and so, but we do have a match now. It's Mogul Embassy against Sting and his boys in a coffin match at All In. Mm. Should be good. Should be a good match. Oh, you know, Sting's going to do something fucking crazy, so that's always fun. Yeah, you know, that's going to fucking happen. Um, and then, like, out of nowhere, really quickly, we get a little thing where Jack Perry is celebrating his win like a real quick video of perry celebrating his win there over uh rvd and then he says that uh the only thing better than being the greatest is being the last so next wednesday on dynamite he's going to retire the ftw world championship fucking great heel move mm-hmm Great heel move. I like it. I really do. I like that. I think that's going to be pretty, that's going to end up pretty good. I'm sure, I, Hook will probably come out and fucking attack him or somebody. Yeah, Who knows? something will happen for sure. And now the show takes a turn, folks. We are going to be divided on this one. I can feel it. You think so? I think so. Christopher Kane was that super leather face. We're just about to get there. We are just about to get there. Now, was this the real, I mean, was this Tony Myers? Do you know? Was this the real leather face, Tony? According to Nora, I don't think he was having fun. Um, I guess it was Cody Diener? Really? I, I don't know if that's actually what happened or if he was just making a joke and I, I took it literally. I did not look into the identity of the Leatherface. Ah, because the real Leatherface is Tony Myers, who me and Shaheen spoke to Tony. Tony is a unbelievably nice guy. Yeah, the, from uh, fucking FMW. The man made me feel like I was a celebrity when he talked to me. 
I fucking love that guy. And I've talked to him on Facebook a few times. Tony Myers is a great guy. The, the, the guy who does do Leatherface in FMW, as you just said. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But Tony's a good guy. And I, if this was him, awesome. If it wasn't, hope he fucking is pissed about it. But anyway, Jeff Jarrett and, and Jeff Hardy had a Texas, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre death match. Now, I get they're promoting a, a, a video game, right? And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game. Exactly. I got to admit, I'm not a horror fan, but I'm intrigued by this game. I'll probably end up getting it in, in a couple months and checking it out. I do want to see. I will be playing it tomorrow. It comes out on Game Pass, so whenever they put it on Game really? Pass. Really? You're going to fucking go right at it? Yeah, I, I've watched people play. That's the thing I will say is that, like, Dave and Corp are in the match. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily excuse it. If you think it's dog shit, you think it's dog shit. But they incorporated elements of the video game into the, the match because, if, if I recall correctly, I've watched a couple people play it on Twitch, but, like, it starts off where, like, you're tied up, you're, like, imprisoned, and you have to escape escape their compound. Okay. To get out of their house, and you have to get to freedom. Okay. So some of the stuff that happened in the match was sort of like incorporating elements of the video game. So as a promotional tool, it was good, I guess. But like you know, like I said, if you think it sucks, you think it sucks. Yeah. I don't think it sucked, and I get it. They're promoting a video. We've seen worse, honestly. And I'm not singling out WWE. We've seen worse than this. In a lot of promotions. I'm also not making excuses for this match. It wasn't good. There was fake fucking blood everywhere. It was obviously fucking fake blood. Because there was a ton of it everywhere. It wasn't good. Entertaining? Maybe. A little. But... I thought it was mildly ironic if you consider like the nature of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie that they had a graphic for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then like on the the corner of the graphic they also had the Hawaii Children's Food Bank which well, is yeah. sort of kind of funny if you think about the fact that the Sawyer family are cannibals well hunger is hunger smart it's, it just made me laugh because it's like well is that, I mean, that's what you're doing you're giving kids the human meat listen if love is love hunger is hunger <laughs> I don't think I like what you're proposing. You're, you're saying that we should like feed gay people to starving Hawaiian children. I because that's a that's I didn't go there. That's not where I was going. Modern solutions. Not at all where I was going. Not at all. Not at all. I was actually just making a stupid comparison, and I should have <laughs> probably not done that. And I apologize to everybody. But yeah, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, did end up winning this match. And I mean, again, here you can see right here, just covered in not real blood. Um, it's a Leatherface title. How can you not appreciate the Leatherface title? I mean, yeah. Uh, the, well, he, that was that cool. Is, that's it. That's what we're leading to. 
You Said think? going to retire the FTW title? Not so fast. Title versus title at all in. Jeff Jarrett defending the Leatherface title versus Hook with the FTW title. I guess anything's possible. It is a cool-looking title, though. It is. Mm-hmm. It is pretty cool-looking. Um, but, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, all bloody. He did get some help from Satnam Singh and... Uh, uh, why can't... Uh, Davari, right? Mm-hmm. Why can't I fucking remember? No, that's uh, I can't remember buddy's name too now. Oh my god, know. Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Why can't I fucking yes. remember this guy's name ever? Sanjay Dutt. I apologize. But actually, he didn't get help from Sanjay. He did get a little help, but it was also Jay Lethal who gave him some help. But yeah, it was uh, it was a little shocking though to see Leatherface out there. Um, but yeah, yeah, there you go. That's cool, man. You, it was pretty. I don't know. Like it wasn't. It wasn't a good match. Not really. But like it was. It was fun as like a spectacle. It was. Like I also defended the the fucking w, the, the the Damian Priest Miz zombie thing when they were promoting the fucking Batista zombie robbery movie. I forget the Zack Snyder one. I forget what it's called. Like Army of Darkness or the Army of the Damned or some bullshit. Yeah. That was fun. The. My favorite part of it, because they had the they had the lighting and shit, and they had you know Leatherface came out, and it was like it was very campy and kind of silly and ridiculous, but it, it was fun yeah. enough. My favorite part is that they're trying really hard to like put over the match and like put over the game and the promotional opportunity and stuff, and then after the match is over, Taz just goes, "Well, that was something." <laughs> like I just I enjoy the fact that he just openly kind of like without shitting on it, shit on it. Oh, what does he care? I mean, he clearly doesn't. No. That's what I like about him. Is he's just like, ah, that's it. No, he doesn't. But again, I'm not defending the match. I'm not defending AEW. It was bad. But I, I, I get it. We've seen worse, everybody. And you know what? They ended up at the end of the night with over $100,000 donated to the Maui Food Bank, courtesy of... Uh, and this was the main match that they were doing it during. So... Again, it that doesn't excuse the bad match either. But I'm gonna remember it. I mean, that's the thing. Is like, oh yeah, really? I feel like you should. You could be one or two things if you want a successful wrestling segment. Is either be really good or be memorable or being bad or being cheesy or however you want to look. I'm gonna remember this. I'm gonna remember like if you in the same way that if you like say the phrase the Mountain Dew match. I'm going to know uh-huh. what you're talking about. Yes, absolutely. You're right. We all will remember that. And there are matches we remember for good or for bad, correct? The fucking worst one was when they had that deal with KFC and you had like fucking Dolph Ziggler out there dressed up like Colonel Sanders. Like that was that was a point where it was just like so fucking bad Dude. that I couldn't get behind it anymore. Uh, come on. Have you ever seen Dolph's of a fucking Colonel Sanders that fucking ripped? No, but I mean that that is... Considering the fact that he had sex with Amy Schumer, that's like the second most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to him. So it's fine. It's fine. You remember they had at one point, the, you remember Keystone? He was like the yeah. mascot for Keystone Light, and they had yep. him on an episode of Raw. That was pretty weird. I do. That was uh, during the uh, celebrity uh, guest stars, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He was. A, I think he was a guest host one week, which was pretty funny because guest it was host. like... Yes. It's a kind of a big middle finger to whoever the guest host is next week. Yeah, guest host. That's what it was. I want to say guest 
star. Is that what I said? I mean, same thing, really, because I... I'm tired. I'm tired, man. I'm fading. I'm it old. It was just an opportunity to have random celebrities on the show, which every once in a while you got some good stuff out of that because you had like Bob Barker. He was good. Oh, Bob Barker. And you great. got the fucking. You, I think that was also the same idea that gave us the Summerfest. That was no. That was Jeremy Jeremy Pivens. Correct. Yeah, but was he not on there? Yes, I think yes, he yes, yes, been yes. Like the guys because it was him and the fucking the doctor guy. Kenny and uh, Ken Jong. The goods. Ken Jong. Yeah. Doctor. Yeah, it was him and Ken Jong on there exactly. You know, and I, I like both those guys, but man, it, it it wasn't a good idea, and it wasn't a good idea from the jump. And they knew it, and they they don't care what we think. The worse we shit on it, the more they're going to try to get it over. <laughs> they had the fucking women from the fucking like the Today Show. They had like Kathy Lee Griffin on there one time. <laughs> they booed her. Oh no, it was uh. <laughs> It was. It was her and uh, and and and, and Hoda who took a smack to the ass. Who smacked her in the ass? I forgot. I can't remember that, but I remember they booed her. They had fucking Nene Leaks from. Uh-huh. I, I imagine one of those housewife shows. I have no idea where she's actually from, but I people think booed her I think it was the Housewives of Atlanta, the show that used to just dominate them in the fucking ratings. So I don't know. Bring it back. It was bad television. No, but at least it was. Yes, bring it back. Bring Raw Underground back. Raw Underground, okay. Not the guest. I, I, no. I legitimately like. No, 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 not the fucking guest host though. No. So. All right, I got no more pictures, anybody. So, but um, we had Britt Baker. First, the bunny after that, which I'm confused on why you wouldn't just end the show with that match, that last fucking bloody match. I don't know why you wouldn't have just done that. I'm not sure why these matches should have been way earlier in the night. I'm sorry. I think you should have ended on the fucking on bloody Jeff Jarrett and Leatherface coming out. No. Why would they do that? Um, this wasn't that bad of a match. Britt Baker ended up winning, so she's going to be moving on to the four-way for the AEW Women's Championship. Then we got the main event, which, again, after fucking after Leatherface, where do you go? You go to the Young Bucks versus the Guns to main event? It is such a missed opportunity that they did not have like a vignette backstage of like Leatherface and Mark Briscoe. They... they, they that would have been good. They should have had Leatherface cutting up the fucking Young Bucks. This this sounds like a Young Bucks decision. We need to main event the show. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. The blood and Leatherface should have fucking main evented. Ended. We should have ended with Leatherface holding up the fucking saw in the middle of the fucking ring. Over. You okay with that? Over. That's where we should have fucking ended. These matches afterwards were fucking just like, why? Why? But anyway, Young Bucks versus the Guns. The Bucks did win, which, again, I've, I've, I've said this a thousand times on this show. If you've seen one Young Bucks match, you've seen them all. This was no different. Uh, 
after the match, the Bucks, uh, the guns start attacking the Bucks, and uh, FTR comes down for the save. It ends with basically them staring each other down, like, why did you save us? Because we respect you in this wrestling business. Like, it seemed like they went for the same thing they went for in the Adam Cole MJF segment, except for I cared when they did that. Yeah, because the Adam Cole and MJF segments are good. Yes. I mean, we kind of skipped over that segment. Those are well, good. I mean, we entirely did. But we yeah, entirely it's, did. It's, why why it's did we? Let's, go ahead. I, I don't know, but it's weird because, like, they're trying. They're, they're, make, they're trying to make the FTR versus the Young Bucks a big deal, but, like... I feel like most people would say that the match that they're going to have for the Ring of Honor tag team titles, people are more interested in than the match that they're going to have for the AEW tag titles. That's very true. That is very true. And you're you're right. And they are trying to make this like this fucking amazing thing. You're right. The MJF and Cole stuff is actually good and funny and entertaining. And they can talk, which Cole isn't known for his talking, but he plays well off of MJF. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. So those, I, I, I guess I accidentally deleted that segment before we got to it, folks. I'm sorry, but it started off with MJF and Adam Cole, and they were they're preparing for their match with Aussie Open. So where would you prefer, uh, prepare for a match with Australians? Outback. Of course, yes. Outback, Outback Steakhouse. You put another shrimp on the barbie, mate. That's what you do. So they went to Outback. MJF was absolutely beside himself because that was fucking delicious food. And I'll be honest, <laughs> Outback does have some good fucking food. Yeah. I am... I usually get, I, when I go to Outback, I, I, I usually get their surf and turf. The lobster tail with the, with the steak, steak and lobster tail. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I love lobster. I do, I do, man. Um, so that was that. And then they're like kind of, that. then they end up uh, at, uh, I think they're at Cole's apartment, it looks like maybe, I don't know. But they break out Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2. Which. No one should fuck with Paul Hogan. That man is a fucking legend. Leave him alone. Don't. They shouldn't have brought Mr. Hogan into this. I respect Paul Hogan more than I respect Hulk Hogan. I'll put it that way. He's probably said and done far, like far lesser things. It's not nearly as bad as Hawkeye. Probably. Probably. That, that that man's a fucking national treasure and should be wrapped in fucking bubble wrap. But anyway. They was do, he in, I mean, I don't want to go on a super long detour, but was he in anything like other than that? I think he did like one, maybe two other things, but I think he did like one of those babysitting like 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 Vin Diesel did the pacifier. I think he did something mm. like that of a movie. The Rock did the Tooth Fairy. Right. Something to that effect, I believe. I'm not sure. But I think he may have. But didn't do Hulk much. Hogan did Mr. Nanny or Nanny with Muscles or some shit. Uh 
think Mr. Nanny sounds right. Mr. Nanny sounds right. I didn't think about that, but yeah, there was a lot of, for whatever reason, there's been a lot of, like, fucking babysitting kids. Well, it's a good story. I mean, it, I would say kind of, it started with a uh, kindergarten cop. Arnold. Mm-hmm. Is not a Duma. Who's your dad? Is not a Duma. Wow. But anyway, they go, and then after all that, they're finally at the arena acting like the uh, like Steve Irwin because you know that's not disrespectful. The guy's not dead or anything. That's not that bad. I know. I'm just joking. They're acting like Steve. They're acting like Steve Irwin. They find a inflatable crocodile and all this shit. Aussie Open starts getting pissed. It was a fun segment. Was it one of their best? No. Was it still fun, still entertaining? I thought yes. I really want to know where Trench is. Where on earth is Trench? He does. And Christopher Kane asks a, uh, or doesn't ask, he makes a statement that we can actually talk about before we wrap up here. We're at 157. We got a couple minutes left here. We can go. I mean, not, not like we have a time limit, but he says Jay White made a mistake signing with AEW. Did he, though? Let me ask you something. Did he make a mistake? I mean, it depends on why he signed there. Like, if they were well, giving him more money than anybody else, and that's what he wanted, sure. If he, they were giving him more, like, TV time, sure. I mean, the way that they're using him, he does kind of seem like an afterthought, and they kind of bullet club gold kind of does seem like a job or tag team at the minute. But Okay. And I mean if you if you especially if you compare it to how he was used in New Japan. Like I didn't watch every show that they did, but they he was a, a real big deal there for a minute and they super pushed him for a, a pretty decent amount of time while he was there. So okay. like yeah it's, it's a step down based on the treatment he was getting in New Japan. But then I guess how long would he would he have continued to get that treatment in New Japan if he stayed? <laughs> what WWE would have done with them. Like there's, I guess there's a couple of different variables, but I think so far they haven't really used him terribly well. I think that's a fair argue, you know, statement. Okay. I'm with that. I'm with that. I do. I do. I, I, I agree, but let me ask you something. Let's say he went to WWE. Let's just say, and again, there's no actual proof that he actually did have any, interest from wwe there really isn't let's say he did he'd probably go to nxt right Mm -hmm. okay and then what who's in nxt that's gonna make jay white this big star number one okay no one very cool exactly nobody but let's say he skips all of that. And he went to the WWE roster. What is Jay White going to do that's going to overshadow all of these big storylines that are going on now? You've got the Bloodline storyline going on now. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are deeply involved in that storyline. You got that going on now. Where would Jay White have fit in in all of this? He wouldn't have. And if he was on NXT, he'd just be another fucking guy trying to make it to the fucking main roster. 
So at least here, listen, I'm not the biggest Jay White fan. I really don't know a lot about the guy. But at least here he's getting TV time, which I don't think I honestly deep down think that he would not be getting this time in WWE on television. So mistake, I could see where you would see that. I personally don't think he made a mistake. I mean, it really, it's hard to say like what they would have done with him anyway. Because I mean, there, yeah. there's a couple of things they could have done with him where it wouldn't have been awful. But I mean, yeah, I guess I, I see what you're saying is like the alternative could have probably been worse. But true, you never know. I mean, who would have thought? Especially based on you, know, I mean, who would have thought that like Sami Zayn would have been such a big part of like the biggest storyline they've ever had? They've had in like a fucking decade or more. Yeah, like it's hard to say how shit's gonna play out, <laughs> especially like. Who would have thought well, like, while we were watching on a weekly basis and we were reviewing Raw and all that, who would have expected to see like how hot Judgment Day would have become and like how much like fucking Dominic Mysterio would be like so wildly entertaining and fun to watch when paired with Rhea Ripley. Like it's just it's hard to say sometimes, you know. It is. It is. You just don't know what's gonna happen. You don't. Um we did forget about one thing though on AEW's nice. Mark. Okay, And that was during the whole MJF and Adam Cole segment when Roderick Strong was backstage just cucking it up. He had uh, Adam Cole and MJF pulled up in a Ferrari. Beautiful car. Red, cherry red. Gorgeous car. And Roderick Strong kicked it. You want to talk about making a mistake signing with somebody, Mr. Kane. Let's talk about Roddy signing with AEW and being more of a bitch than he was in WWE or NXT. Boy, you want to talk. This this guy should have just fucking stayed home and fucking jerked off and played video games on fucking Twitch. I don't I don't know why he did this, but I I oh, oh is he happy? Oh, come on. That's what he says. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. I are you gonna like release a statement where you're like, I fucking hate it here? Probably not. But right. like, he claims he's happy. Well, I, I I like the character, but like at the same time, like I said like, last week or whatever, like. I don't want to see this character wrestle, though. Like, I don't know what you could do with this. Like, who does... I mean, I guess he feuds with MJF or Adam Cole or something. But, like, I, I don't want to see him... I don't want to see, like, what happens with him as a wrestler after this. But, like, I kind of like the idea of him just being the jaded ex-girlfriend character. Because it's, like, kind of silly and lame. Like, he looks like a total fucking goober, which is the point. But, like, it's kind of entertaining. It's entertaining, but it's... More than I can say about most of the shit that he did when he was in NXT, like, sans Undisputed Era time. Here's what I could see happening with this. You got Mm -hmm. Matt Tavern, or Tavern, and, not Tavern, sorry. Matt Tavern and Mike Bennett behind Roddy. So what's going to happen is MJF will probably turn on Cole. Roddy's going to do the whole, I told you so, I told you so, because he's a little bitch, and that's exactly what a little bitch would do. 
after that, Adam Cole, MJF are going to make up, get a third, and it's going to be a three-on-three with Roddy, Matt, and Mike Bennett against Cole, MJF, and whoever they get to jump into this fucking shit show. I See, if I had to guess, I would say that Strong and Cole turn on MJF. Like attack them bef- like during the tag match or before the tag match or whatever, and it sets up the main event. And then, if he's ready, you get O'Reilly to join up with MJ or not MJF Cole and Strong. Like that, I could see that being something that happens at the pay per view. See, I don't, I, 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 I get it, but I don't see that. I, I think there's two. I feel things. like we're gonna get. I feel like we're getting face MJF for a while. No. Oh. I don't know. I think there's a couple things here. I think there's another way this could go. Because I really feel that you're going to get Roddy having that I told you so moment. The other way it can go is Roddy comes out, Roderick Strong comes out, and starts, like, during a match, causes Cole to lose. That's the only other way it can go. And then after a little while, of course, what's going to happen, Cole and MJF start having heat. Roderick is the, Roderick Strong is the core of that heat. And they both turn on Roderick. And he loses everything. <laughs> and goes with his new crew. There's, there's a few ways it can go. And you, you could either... But I got to say, anyway, and I don't know if you agree, but just let me know here. Anyway, this story goes, Roderick Strong turns out to be the bitch. Yes. I like my idea slightly better because it like just completely eliminates like Matt Taven from this, this scenario. Otherwise, like your idea is solid, too. I just I just want to keep Matt Taven off the television. Oh. Um, and again, we'll, <laughs> and yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, Norad says Matt Taven versus Jay White, both boring guys, lame wrestlers, essentially the same guy. Uh, that's pretty harsh. I thought he meant Roderick Strong at first. It's kind of harsh, Jay well, White. But um, you know what? Also, I want to see is like maybe save this for Rampage because I, mean, I don't know if I want her on Dynamite, but like have him just be out there and just be like the total bitch of a husband and like just have him. Like be in Marina Shafir's corner and he's like rooting for her and she has to keep yelling at him to shut up. But just some, something of that nature of him just being like totally mm. fucking just to humiliate the guy. If he's down for it, let's do it. Let's just have fun with the character. Eh. I think what he should do is he should come out after all this with like a Jesse Ventura gimmick and be Roddy the body. I thought you meant conspiracy theories. I was about, I was no, that board for that. conspiracy theories are right there. I want those in it. But he should be Roddy the body. You could probably get Jesse Ventura these days. I don't think he's really up to much. I don't think you want to see Jesse. He's missing. He's got like three strings of hair. He looks like fucking riffraff off a of fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. But <laughs> I want to see it even more now. <laughs> Time is fleeting, big man. <laughs> it is like me that ever liked me. 
Listen, gorilla. It's just going a back to Transylvania. It's just a stop. Oh, this is the greatest idea of all time. Riff Raff Jesse Ventura. That's who they should have used for the fucking remake. That was terrible. We all hated. It should have been Jesse Ventura as Riff Raff. And for some reason, he had conspiracy theories. This is a, a great idea. Dude, we just we have a movie right now. Roddy the Body and fucking Jesse Riff Raff Ventura. Holy shit. Let's do this. The Jesse Horror Pictures. <laughs> the Jesse Horror. Roddy the Body. Can we call the show? I mean, yes, the Roddy Can... Horror Picture Show sounds like a better show title, but it's like the, the idea that Jesse Ventura is for friends oh, no. is, is a gift that you have given me as we're oh, nearing yeah. departure. No, the Roddy Horror Picture Show is better. I like that one. It is, for sure, yes. The Roddy Horror Picture Show. He's just out there. You know what? He's just like Rocky. He's out there begging for the attention of another guy. Dude, this is... Oh, my God. It's, it's a great idea. This is fucking awesome, man. This is this is exactly what it's like. Thank you, Norab, for sending me that picture. Um, <laughs> Which is why it's not lined up in the screen correctly. Uh, anyway, folks. The Roddy Horror Picture Show. Fucking brilliant, Mark. All right, man. Um, on that note, you have anything else? Not really. No, we're good. I don't think we can top that, man. I don't think we can top that. So uh, I think we should go ahead and wrap up on that note. Folks, thank you very much for coming on out. Chat room, appreciate you guys tonight. Y'all were fucking hilarious. Uh Thanks a lot for coming on out. Anybody downloading, thank you for listening. Smart, as always, thank you. And uh, go ahead and tell them where they're going to be able to find you in a couple weeks, Mark. That's right. we got 17 days, September 4th. It is totally inappropriate sports. We're coming on back. We're talking football. There you go. And when I said a couple of weeks, I was uh, obviously just talking about working days. Yeah. Business right. days. Right. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Um, so anyway, folks, once again, we appreciate you guys coming on out. We appreciate you listening. And, uh, there you go. Once again, I'm Boxman, Wrestling Outlet. Next week, folks. See ya! Adios.